In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arney. Here is your top story. A preventable tragedy is how two former members of the Oxford Community Schools Board are now describing the deadly shootings of four students inside of Oxford High School a year ago today. Corey Bailey resigned as treasurer after the shootings. The school has several people that do still need to be held accountable, but that is now up to the stakeholders and the incoming board members to take action. Tom and I are speaking out because there are many, many other Oxfords out there that are not taking threat assessment seriously. Bailey appeared with former Oxford School Board President Tom Donnelly, saying the district's legal counsel encouraged administrators to not cooperate with a third-party investigation after the tragedy. Congressman Bill Heisinger is ready to get to work representing Southwest Michigan and Washington once the new term of Congress starts in January. He was just elected to represent the 4th District, which covers northern Berrien County, north up to Holland. Heisinger tells us his old 2nd District was turned upside down into redistricting, but some things haven't changed with the new 4th. It's a very diverse, different district on one hand, yet at the same time, there's a lot of similarities. It's still a manufacturing district. It's still a district that is very dependent on ag and ag processing, for example. And as we all know, anyone who lives along the lakeshore, we are an economy that is dependent on the recreational dollar. Isaac says he is familiar with Great Lakes issues as a Republican co-chair of the Great Lakes Task Force. He's worked on issues like PFAS and coastal erosion. He says reducing the federal debt is a major concern. He's been traveling around the new 4th District, getting acquainted with those that he'll be representing. He says he'll be visible and open to any concerns residents have when Congress opens January 3rd. The Bears are once again in the air. South Bend International Airport Director Mike Nagel tells us the 2022 Bears in the Air campaign launched yesterday with the first donations of funds and teddy bears received at the airport. Each December, he says the airport collects teddy bears to be given to kids in Indiana and Southwest Michigan hospitals. The South Bend International Airport team donates their time to help put this event together, and so they get to go on the bear deliveries. And we always try to find one child to get a bear from one of our team members, and it's always awesome to see the results, sometimes even from the parents who are in the room when their child gets something that they weren't expecting, and the feeling that somebody cares about their child. Nagel says the generosity of the community always strikes It is very awesome to see where people care about others in their community and their generosity and help others who they don't even know. Bears in the Air has donated more than 15,000 bears to kids in need of comfort since launching 11 years ago. The campaign also collects money for the Robert L. Miller Sr. Veterans Center in South Bend. Daigle says the campaign has donated more than $76,000 to the center so far, contributing to the work on the HVAC system and the kitchen. Anyone can donate money or teddy bears between now and December 16th. There will be extra police looking for speeders in southwest Michigan on the road starting this week. Bering County Sheriff's Department says since the start of the COVID pandemic, police have noticed an alarming increase in speeding and deadly crashes. In Michigan, the number of traffic crashes rose from 245000 in 2020 to $282,000 in 2021. That's a 15% increase. Of those, 24,000 were speed-related, a 10% increase from 2020. Federal officials also note 87% of all speed-related crashes happen on non-interstate roads or non-highways. Speeding enforcement campaign involving police around the state runs from December 1st through February 28th. The Say Dwajak Collective of Short-Term Rentals is hosting the first-ever drag brunch this Saturday afternoon. Due to unprecedented demand for tickets, the event was moved from Oak and Ash Barbecue to the Wounded Minnow Saloon in downtown Dwajak. Zena Burns, co-owner of the 1870 House and a member of the Sage Wajak Collective, tells us more. We are bringing in four of the most 
popular, most talented drag queens from Chicago, um, all of whom are involved in very popular drag brunches there. And it is going to be an incredibly uh, fun and memorable afternoon for all who are able to join us. She says the event will raise money for Bet Harbor's Outsetter as well. Tickets are currently sold out, but people can join the wait list on the show's website. For a link and for more information, we have the story on WSJM.com. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arnold.